Hello? Hi, Sean. How do you do, sir? Not well enough to make the drive up to North Hollywood. Certainly understandable. I'm not well, Sean. Thanks before calling the show about nothing made with care specifically for you. Hello, all you crazy cats and kittens out there in the pod personally. Okay, yes, sir. You know how sometimes you're waiting for someone to ask you a specific question, and you think they're going to, and you have your answer at the ready in the holster, but then they ask you the wrong question, and your answer goes unfired, unheeded. Uh, yeah. It's that happened to me. Mere moments ago. It's it's called being awkward. It's like the story of my life, man. No, 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 no. It's not about being awkward. It's about you have it. You're ready to dunk. And then you expect them to be wheeling out the trampoline, mm-hmm. and they just don't. And you're standing there in the Charlotte Hornets mascot uniform, looking like a fucking idiot in front of 17,000 people without a trampoline. So what is this travesty that has bestowed How you? are you supposed to dunk over the Chick-fil-A cow Without a little trampoline is all I'm curious about. Uh, you're you're not. You're just supposed to go with it. Am I supposed to show off my handles, my ball dribbling abilities in my fucking Charlotte Hornets mascot costume? I don't think so. I'm supposed to dunk over the Chick-fil-A cow, and I can't because I don't have the trampoline. This but- is how I feel when I have my answer ready in my back pocket, ready to whip it out like a white flag of surrender. But a proper, right. proper showman is always ready to roll with the punches. So, you know, if you're, if you're a mascot worth your weight in anything, you're going to be uh, ready for when the technical difficulties happen and the trampoline doesn't make it to where it needs to be on time. You'll compensate by doing a little dance or some shit. But if I could dunk over the Chick-fil-A cow without a trampoline, I wouldn't be a mascot. I'd be Matthew Delvadova. No. Noted, noted ninth man on the bench. I, I'm not saying you have to become a superhuman. I'm saying you have to rely on your other strengths <laughs> Wait, at stop, that point. Stop. Yes, sir. Did you just call Matthew Delavadova a superhuman? Um, not having any idea who that is. I guess I did, but not intentionally. Can I give you a quick primer? Um, he's probably like a, a racist, rapist, wife beater or something. Well, he's Australian. Oh, so yes. So anyway, Matthew Delvadova is this guy who should be playing like intramural basketball somewhere in the depths of Australia. Right but on. through through multiple twists of fate, he finds himself as LeBron James' sideman huh. in the 2015 NBA Finals. So it's LeBron, a bunch of nobodies, and this little Australian white devil named <laughs> Delhi. Okay. Um, and my favorite story from that the, those finals are that in order to get himself psyched up for the game. Delvadova would drink an entire pot of coffee. Um, he would be extremely energetic for the first two, three quarters, and then would have these massive, horrifying, like almost career ending cramps in his legs. And the <laughs> doctors would have to take him back into the locker room and stretch out his legs in the fourth quarter when he was supposed to be assisting um, 
King James, a.k.a. you know uh, Hillary's support team in Ohio. He should switch to Red Bull. It's much smoother. No, the Australians like their pot of coffees. They're um they're frontiers people. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a hard knock life, and they got to uh, they got to withstand. So, what is this uh, this affront that you've been uh, accosted? Wait, I just want I just want to point out one of the better Twitter jokes I've ever All come right. across. Someone made a joke about their uh, more correct synopsis of Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> and the more correct synopsis was man leaves second most expensive city for the world for the fifth most expensive city in the world. <laughs> that is going from Sydney to New York. Yeah. New York is the fifth. Uh, New York's barely in the top 10 at this point. I think maybe they're like seventh or eighth. Really? Sydney's Sydney's always like number two or three. Yeah. Sydney's always up there. I think uh, Tokyo is always like number one or number two. I think it's like Tokyo, London, Sydney are all kind of vying for the top. Uh, London. I always read about that one. Yeah, yeah, just the transportation issue. Laughably expensive. I I, uh, I worked with the gentleman that was telling me stories about doing carpentry in London, and apparently there's just no room to like even have a truck or tools. So everything is done by hand with like hand saws and like not even electric things, just like literally like handcrafted because you just can't bring tools to a job site. Yeah, I feel like metaphorically and literally. European cities are just overdeveloped. Like there's no room to grow at all. Yeah. Ideologically or physically. It's just, they're done. Yeah. They either have to adopt the uh, Japanese method of tearing everything down and just rebuilding every 20 years or uh, just start trying to turn everything into skyscrapers. By the way, I thought the Japanese method involved the foreign nations firebombing you. Uh, well, that's certainly the precipitous of, but you know, the, the, the London's been firebombed quite a bit, never been the nuked, but you know, they, they took their fair share of, uh, explosives. Yeah, but, but London wasn't a primarily wooden based architecture Very true. like Tokyo was. Yeah. yeah it does have uh, an effect on things. Uh, speaking of, uh, disasters, have you the, heard the hullabaloo about the, uh, the impending doom of the earthquake that's supposed to hit us any day now? I keep myself free of all hullabaloo. <laughs> How about the Lo- hubbub or the local uh, and the, the national or the, uh, the, the, the chatter when the time presents itself, I will situate myself in the rompus room <laughs> and I will ingest the appropriate news. Oh, I thought you were going to say cyanide or something. But, no, uh, I ingest the news in the rompus room. I see when I see, when I see fit. Well, apparently they've started uh, predicting earthquakes, and they're predicting they, a rather well, large one soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I read this. I read this silly report. Mm-hmm. It said they're like it's up to, you know, one percent. There's a one percent chance that it will happen in the next ten days, and the percentage drops every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's just based on other earthquakes happening. Essentially, there's they're still oh, guessing. Oh, they're is that, to is that it how out. the experts do it? Because I could do that. Well, mm. yeah. I There's mean, other earthquakes. I think there might be a further earthquake. Most of Not- science is like that. It's just someone spends a lot of time thinking about that. You know what I admire about science? <laughs> What's that? Tru- truly, this sounds like a gag, and it kind <laughs> of is, but I really do admire this. The thing that I think sets science apart, and I'm sure Neil deGrasse Tyson or one of those dorks has pointed <laughs> this out, is that when people don't know in science, mm-hmm. generally, they'll say, I don't know. Yeah. They won't. Well, they won't give you a convoluted answer. They'll just be d- depending like, depending on who's funding be. the science, certainly. But yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, I, okay, 
for instance, a doctor, mm-hmm. if you describe your symptoms to a doctor and they don't know what it is, a lot of times the doctor will just say, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like it could be a number of things. Here's a general remedy. But they won't say definitive, oh, it is absolutely the first stage of leukemia, <laughs> or you definitely have specific you know, uh, bacteria or whatever it is. Well, the doctor I, thing I, has a lot more to do with uh, malpractice, though. It's uh, a... Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. But also, you know, uh, astronomers yeah. will find something and they'll say, we can't explain it. We yeah, don't know yeah. what it is. They are, uh, they, they are very cautious to make any definitive statements ever. Oh, well, okay. You're, you're sort of getting my point twisted. Uh, my point is that they're not afraid of being, of not having all the answers or of being wrong. Oh, certainly. That is the nature of science, that everything can be disproven, essentially. Speaking of science, it fucking sucks. My Wi-Fi doesn't work. Yeah, now you sound super shitty, but at least I can understand you. Someone call Hedy Lamar. Tell her to <laughs> fix the formula. Totally. The uh, the frequency hopping is not working as well as it should anymore. Or there's just too many people on the shit. Is that what that 50 song was about? Going what? to the hop? The frequency <laughs> hop? Uh, yeah, it was a, a coded message to our troops to uh, to which frequencies no! to use in what order. As Trump, as Trump will tell you, whoa, I'm in a time <laughs> loop right now. As Trump will tell you, you can't tell the enemy what you're going to do. You can't say it. You have to blink the code to the troops. Oh, no, this is this is past time. So we got to, you know, think of new ways. No, to Trump understands it's always been true. You can't <laughs> say your plan out loud or the enemy will defeat you. Um, I mean, that's certainly sound wisdom. It's not necessarily. It's not. Not when you were fighting people who have machine guns and you have fucking stealth bombers. It's ridiculous. You can say, you can tell ISIS we're coming into Syria. They can't do anything about it. They can't do anything. Oh, certainly. It doesn't matter what they know. I, I, I'm not defending Trump, nor have I ever. But, uh, you know, just in general, if we're talking about the art of war, it is best to not have your enemy know your plans. Yes, in the specifics. <laughs> but if your plan is we are going to attack you. If your plan I, is we declare war, yes. <laughs> if your plan is we're going to move troops in, I think that's fine. It's, this isn't exactly showing them movements and timetables. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just an assassin, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of defending Trump, I was in a real rotten mood today hmm. because for the first time in this horrible, atrocious week he's had, you realize I felt Trump's like going to win? No, no, of course not. Uh, no, but I actually felt like something he said was taken out of context. Oh, which, shit. <laughs> which is your, your weird. Your boy Trump's being beaten up on? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, there's so much to go after him for. Oh, totally. So many legitimate attacks. But the PTSD thing that people were going on about today. Uh, like I you, was not plugged in today. What's up? Basically, he said, uh, he was like, you know, some people are strong and some people can't handle it. Oh. And that was like the quote. And so it was it was framed as him being like people who are weak commit suicide and, oh, okay. and they're not tough enough and blah, blah, blah. And the way he phrased it was surprising, you know, yeah. a little insensitive, if yeah, you can yeah. believe it. But <laughs> his like the, the whole quote, the whole paragraph is extremely sympathetic and talking about the importance of mental health for troops mm. and dealing with it and giving people the care they need. Right and it, it makes me feel truly unclean to be defending him for saying anything but in this context he was actually saying something sympathetic that i think pretty much any american can agree with which is that you know troops people handle shit differently well just that basically his point was that american troops need 
greater mental health uh, oh, care. Yeah. Right on. Um, which I think everyone agrees with. And he just phrased it like a fucking caveman because he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, some people are fine. Some people need help. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah he was like, these but... weak losers need help and we're going to give them help. It's like, yeah, <laughs> not the strongest lead lead off there, but totally, you know, yeah. So that, that put me in a rotten mood. Right. On. Anyway, the thing, the affront. Yes. This what is your, off uh, on. Yeah. So, so I made a little stir fry from the missus tonight. Uh Oh, um, heavy the on the misses. fish sauce. Have things happened that I'm unaware of? The misses? Yeah. Oh, is that like misleading? Like Mrs. Wheeler? Yeah, that's very uh, okay. presumptive for the, of for the uh, miss. rings and uh, for the the little lady or the uh, the woman of the house or uh, your your life partner. I made food for <laughs> Sam. How's that? <laughs> that works. Uh, so did a little stir fry. Sam's your cat, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I would I would cook a real meal for the cat, like a souffle, <laughs> right? On. Like a, a French uh, banquet, something nice um, and flaky. So I, I cooked this thing, delicious, of course. Yet another triumph mm-hmm. from the wheelman's kitchen. Um, and then at the end of it, I realize you know I want leftovers for tomorrow, but of course I went a little too heavy on the broccoli. There's not <laughs> enough broccoli for tomorrow, mm. so I go ah ooh la la, of course ah magnifique. I do the little chef kiss. I'll just, you know, stir up, uh, fry up the the remaining broccoli for tomorrow. So I throw another shrimp on the Barbie. That's mm-hmm. broccoli on the, um, the skillet. Yeah, broccoli on the skillet, shrimp on the Barbie. So I'm frying it up, and then Sam is squawking something from the other room, and I assume she's asking me, "Hey, why are you cooking broccoli at nine o'clock at night?" <laughs> and I'm ready to go. I got my answer, but she asked me, "Why are your shorts in the living room?" <laughs> And of course, I have another goddamn perfect answer for that, but I was ready to give this whole spiel about tomorrow's lunch and why I'm using the broccoli before mm. it goes bad tomorrow, because I bought the broccoli like two or three days ago, and you're really not supposed to keep broccoli longer than that. Did you know that, by the way? The uh, broccoli goes bad, like kind of quick? I noticed it goes bad very quick, but I didn't know I, that. I, yeah. There's a tremendous resource on the World Wide Web called stilltasty.com. Hmm. I recommend this to... All 17,000 of our listeners, stilltasty.com. <laughs> it tells you everything. It's actually too detailed because it'll be like tomatoes, uh, ripe vine, or ripe vine, vine, uh, ripe. vine ripe tomatoes, hothouse tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, mm-hmm. in the fridge, out of the fridge, room mm. temperature, in a cupboard. It gives you like, you can plug in every possible detail <laughs> and it'll tell you how long it's good for. So anyway, we'd like right to on. welcome as uh, our first sponsor, <laughs> stilltasty.com. That's still Just remember to text before calling. The the broccoli had light green patches on it, but I think that's okay. Light green? That's light. The- that's like Light when it's green. still raw, right? Like it turns that like neon green when it's like cooked. Uh, you you mean like a deep shade, deep luscious shade of green, like Arthur's England green? Um, yeah, maybe I'm cooking it wrong, but it always like glows for me. Like the heart of the Indian jungle green. <laughs> More like uh, you remember when uh, when they made Predator bleed? It's kind of like that green. Predator doesn't have time to bleed. No, it was Jesse that didn't have time to bleed. Predator was bleeding all over the fucking place. No, I'm pretty sure Predator said that. I'm sure he said it at some point. Do you remember when Predator said, he'll be back, baby? 
again, different guy remember? in a different movie from a different you, time in a different future. Do you remember Predators where they were twins and one was big and one was little and it was called Predators? Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger? Do you, do you remember when Predator said, my heart is cold to your pleas of mercy? My heart will go on. Do you remember when Predators asked what killed the dinosaurs and then quickly responded, the Ice Age? Stilltasty.com Just remember to text before calling. Podcast.com <laughs>